Kia ora and welcome to another episode of How to Save the World, a sustainability podcast co-hosted by Tim Batt and Waveney Worth. And this, I was going to say week, this episode, this fortnight, we are focused on the holiday season, gift giving. Hooray! It's here. It's upon us. Did I sound jaded? You did, I think. (laughs) After this dastardly year, all of us are feeling a bit that way and quite ready to give some presents and move the heck on to 2021. Yeah, well, hopefully. I don't know if it's going to be any better, but let's not um, dwell on that. So, Wave, you and I have... um, for for as long as we've been mates, been quite focused on this this whole hyper consumerism mm. thing, and the Christmas period is a time when it rears its ugly head. In particular, where people are just buying random mm. crap for one another. I know, and nobody likes it. Everybody hates it. Yeah, yeah. So, it, I think that I mean, I actually because what we're doing for this episode actually, like we're we're bringing it forward. It's not like a Christmas special. It's it's actually back early enough for you guys to be able to. Think about it and and decide what you're going to buy. Tim and I are going to do. Uh, we're doing a sort of a top ten, I guess. He's got five. I've got five. We don't know what they are, so ooh, exciting. Um, and the idea is, yes, we are suggesting presents and things, but it's kind of like, well, that's what we're stuck with at the moment. It doesn't yeah. mean that we're I'm actually promoting it. It's I think because we need to look at our traditions. Yeah, as, as, as families, we all need to look at our traditions, and 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 I think we actually are. So many people I know have moved from everybody giving everybody a gift to now doing sort of a a lucky dip, or you know, one of those games. We played one of those games last year where you um you get to pick a present and then someone can take it off you, and it's really oh, really fun. Yeah, it's quite cool. Yeah, so I think that it is about looking at our traditions and um. Just as we're able as a family to to yeah. move into to what works for us. Hey, gift giving is cool. It does it doesn't have to be bad. It's a good thing. It is a good thing. It's wonderful to give presents. It's it's nice to get presents. Um, so what we've got is if you're in a situation where you're kind of a, a little bit obligated to get some gifts for people this holiday season, we've got some suggestions on Excellent. some more sustainable options for you. That's a great reframe, Tim. <laughs> so. Who would would you like to kick off? Oh well, yeah, I'll kick off because my first one is is actually um, Christmas crackers, and it's, so it's sort of more of a, a paraphernalia type yep. thing. Um, Christmas associated, yeah, Christmas associated. Um, so it's a good way to start, and it, it was because I was at Countdown the other day, and um, they have the kids can Christmas cracker appeal, and I just wanted to give a wee shout out for it. I bought just one, which made me feel incredibly stingy, but I just wanted to see what it was like before yeah. I bought more. Kids Can is the Kids Cancer Yes, charity. charity. Yeah. And so for two fifty, I bought a Christmas cracker and, and then I pulled it with my uh, woofer friend and um, went bang, which was good. And inside was a party hat and a cheesy, a really cheesy joke, which I was also pleased with because that that's, that's what essential. is expected. And then instead of the plasticky, crappy gift thing that nobody wants, um, bad for the environment, um, you, you're you in a draw to win prizes. So you might win something really amazing. Ah. Yeah, like a spa pool or a trampoline or whatever food. That's great. Yeah, yeah. So I'm definitely going to go and buy some more of those. And it's not just at Countdown. You can get them at Harvey Norman, Coffee Club, and heaps of other places. That's excellent. I love that, they've, that it even... 
no matter what happens, ultimately you're donating money for a great yeah, charity exactly. as well. So it's like <laughs> yeah, win, win, yeah. win. And you can make your own too. I actually did do that with a niece of mine a few years ago. Um, that was super fun. Like you can you can go and get the bang. I don't know what it's called. Can you? Yeah, you can go and get the bang from Spotlight or you know some cool. craft store, and then just rescue the rest. Like yeah, it's not doesn't matter if you're making something yourself if you've gone and bought glitter and paint and everything. Then it's probably just as unsustainable as buying the craft. <laughs> <laughs> but you know if you've if you've gone to places like Creative Junk in Christchurch, they're awesome. And then there's the North Shore Recycling Centre as well. These places are just we've shouted out to them before. Places that accept kind of commercial waste or junk that can or leftovers from any source really that can then be used for crafts so great for ECE or you know early childhood centers and or just anyone who's crafty with the crackers thing what a wonderful thing to do with younger members of your family like I if it's kids or your mates kids or nieces and nephews whatever like yeah it's they'll cool. get so much out yeah, of spending that yeah, time absolutely that yeah actually and the other one there with crackers if you want to buy eco-friendly ones is hopper go check them out um hopper.nz cool 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 um i think my first suggestion i shouldn't have led with this is a double up because i'm pretty sure i shouted them out last year as well but they're awesome. Go Native. Oh, yes. Go, go. Tell us. So Go Native is a um, cosmetics supplies company started by Eleanor in 2001. And now it's mainly run by her daughter, Chelsea, who's a friend of mine. So there's a little bit of <laughs> insider trading going on. Are you a shareholder? I'm not at all. I just am such a big fan of what they do in the Kaupapa. And they've been doing such a good job for such a long time now. They're a premium seller of um, online of natural and organic skin care ingredients so over 20 years what eleanor has been doing is creating this global network of ethically sourced um like butters and essential oils and all these different things so she's accumulated all of this knowledge and relationships with people around the world they in all cases where it's possible go directly to the growers who are making it um, they have pretty rigorous standards that they stay to to be able to source something coming into the country. They are super knowledgeable about mm. all the lit- like. I had a big chat with Chelsea once about palm oil and all of the very complicated context around it because there was a another cosmetic company in New Zealand who had been bringing it in and not telling people. And I think they kind of tried to skirt their responsibility with that a little bit. And um, Chelsea was comparing it with when they, I think, accidentally brought some in on like one shipment associated with something else. And they told everyone Mm. straight away. They recalled it. They went through all of these things. And they just got such an amazing response back from their customers, which they were not expecting Mm. because they went to such lengths to correct it. Um, It all started because Eleanor's husband has uh, chronic psoriasis. So she started making cold-pressed soaps to help it which she found it really did. And then she started getting into like the retail world of making these these soaps and things and kind of hated that world. She didn't like the fact that she had to kind of be the face of something and the kind of fame thing you have to do to use your personality to sell the products. And that she was like, that ain't, that ain't me. That ain't what I want to do. So um, turned it into this online uh, retailer. And they've got such an incredible range of stuff. So you can get um, at wholesale prices the stuff that you would use, body um, butters, that kind of thing. They also sell these great kits where you can put together your own 
um, shampoos and cosmetics and stuff. So it's just they, they're really great gifts, really awesome gifts, particularly for people who are into skincare or really good hair care products in your life, and especially for those people who have got a bit of a sustainable bent. So that is Go Native. Brilliant. Great plug. Very thorough. I um, I actually think that it sounds similar to me to other businesses I've heard starting off with Either they're into sustainability and then they accidentally find out that their products are really good for their, you know, for people's yeah. health and skin or it goes around the other way. Totally. It's like, oh, it all goes together. Exactly. Yeah, brilliant. Um, okay, my next one is a nectar feeder. Ah, I've like, got a similar one, I think, ah, but not this exact thing. Tell me about what a nectar feeder is. So um, they are they encourage our native birds. You can put um, sugar water in them, and the bird just comes along and drinks. So great for tui, bellbird, all the songbirds. And um, the more commonly you can get hold of um, seed feeders, mm-hmm. um, but they more attract the the English birds, the gotcha. non-native birds, yeah. So nectar feeder, and um, I'm actually suggesting a DIY to make your own nectar feeder, and um, I can put a couple of links into the um, show notes. But um, basically, it is just a bottle, a wine bottle, upside down with some way of keeping it upside down, um, and then a a lid, like say from a jar, a like a marmite or honey or something like that um, that you put underneath it and there's just a bit of a gap right? and, that, and that's it just auto fills from that so as they're drinking out of that container it fills, it back, fills up. back up it's just like so easy and you can you know whatever you put bells and whistles on it to make it look all nice it's awesome because then you're also just encouraging all these beautiful native birds to come and visit you, you yes feel like and Cinderella. it really <laughs> it really works um i've seen them before in action and you just like oh, wow what's going on here and you can't see the feeder but you can just see like or hear 30 or so birds are all just singing and surrounding your house really cool and um forest and bird have got information on it and also the where are they the Banks Peninsula Conservation Trust have got a really good pamphlet um, because what I like about theirs is that they talk about some of the common problems that you can actually create by having a, a bird feeder. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's just good to know um, like some of the hygiene stuff or what to look out for. I imagine that, you, yeah, at some point you need to kind of look after it, re, redo it. Well, the, little, the little – in nature, there just wouldn't be that same intensity around yeah. anything. And so the birds are feeding constantly, holding onto this one little stick and uh, pooing and stuff. So yeah, you just eat yourself and you've got to clean it and yeah. that kind of stuff. And sense. they also talk about uh, whether sugar water is bad or not. Um, because for me, I was like, mm, that doesn't sound very natural. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it talks through some of that stuff. And it actually totally seems quite legit. Awesome. Better than honey. True. Mm. Yeah. So fascinating. Um, well, maybe I'm going to move around then. I will do my related one to that, which is bee houses. Oh. Yeah. I was doing a bit of research on this last night, and I found out some really interesting stuff. So um, the most familiar bee species we know are social, and they live in hives, and it's like honeybees, right? Which, in my head, I was just like, well, that's, that's all bees, right? All bees are that kind of bee. But there are solitary bees that don't function in the same way. And are they native? 
or we more do, likely to be native? I think, yeah, yeah. I was trying to get to the bottom of that. Um, the most like publicized one in America are mason bees or mason wasps, which are um, not here. They haven't been introduced into New Zealand, but they're incredible pollinators. I think we do have some native solitary. We, we definitely, definitely do, do. have yeah. solitary yeah. Um, uh, bee species here. And the solitary bee species are more effective pollinators than the honeybees because of how their bodies are structured. So I saw different figures from different people. The New Zealand sources were telling me that they were three times um, better at pollinating than honeybees. Um, I was watching a short documentary on them last night, which a, a, a bee expert claimed that they were 100 times better huh. pollinators than honeybees. But whatever it is, they're really important to making sure. Interesting. That um, so I'd never thought about it before. So, yeah. is, what's your present idea? Is it yeah. a, a so, bee or a? So the bee houses <laughs> is um, it encourage it kind of helps them and it gives them a place to sleep and also they can nest in there and um, and breed. And you can either make them yourself or buy them. They're super cheap because they're really simple. The structure is, if you think of something that's, it could be made of like plywood that's in the shape of a house, but just really little. And inside it's just got heaps of tubes. And those Uh tubes can be straws. They can be shoots of bamboo. Uh You can make them by just wrapping a piece of paper around a pencil and then putting a bit of tape on it. And then you've got your tube. And you just put tons of those to fill up the space inside this yeah. um, this house structure. And so I was finding ones online from New Zealand retailers that you can buy for $30, super cheap, or you could do the DIY option and make your own one. So I've got a couple of links in the show notes. Um, one of them is, is three minutes, and it tells you how to make one, how to put one together, and you can do it with kids. Great. And uh, all you need is like a fizzy bottle, like a 1.5-litre Coke bottle, and you could use straws or bamboo and just a little bit of water. Oh, that's wool. really cool. It's I great. really like, actually, I almost went down a bit of a rabbit hole with this, trying to think about presents and things. And I almost had, as one of my categories, a catch-all category of things that you can make out of quite trashy stuff. Yeah. But actually, not just your regular DIY sort of stuff that actually kind of is a bit crappy. <laughs> but really cool, cool stuff, like a really good example of upcycling. Um, and that's certainly one of them. And so is that, so is that bird feeder, eh? Like, yeah. It's like you're taking quite regular everyday items be in and the turning it into very, like, yeah. super, super cool stuff. And then you've obviously got an opportunity to, like, decorate these things up if you want as well. So you can you can make them really cool and unique. Mm. And if you kind of want to turn it into a real personalized gift. I wonder thing. if it makes the bee feel really cringy and embarrassed. <laughs> oh, God. It's a bit gauche. I don't know about this design on the front of my house. So, um, Beetopia comes to mind. They're um, this amazing bee education centre in Matakana, and they're putting on a, a the Big Buzz Festival, which is on Valentine's Day in the Matakana Primary School Hall. And they they, they specialise in, in information about native bees, and I've seen them selling those little bee houses there. And awesome. they're an incredible source of knowledge for anyone interested in bees. Yeah, and I mean, just related. I was I was just talking to Wave off here about this. So I've got I did my, my veggie garden after we did that episode, and now because um, it's summer, it's uh, it's 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 gone great guns. I've ate, I've eaten so much of it that just over the time. I mean, my flatmates have been enjoying fresh as lettuce from the garden, which has been awesome. And I'm thinking of chopping it down now because it's going to seed and planting a um, a flower bed down there now because we've got yeah. some a big bit of fresh compost that's been going for ages. 
because uh, this garden that we've got in my flat, we don't have enough flowers for the bees, and we'll get some going. So that might be the next uh, little weekend project. Awesome. Hey, um, Tim, this is just randomly in the middle of nowhere, but I've just remembered I brought you a gift. Oh, how sweet. I don't... Merry Christmas. Oh, that's so nice. It is a bottle of pears that we preserved in um, harvest season a few months ago. That is fantastic. Thank yeah, you so much, Ray. Place. That's right. Um, I was just trying to think of something to give you, and I thought that would be a good surefire winner. Who doesn't like pears? Absolutely. Bloody lovely. Nice. That's so nice. Thanks. No worries. Um, so that's my very first... Attempt at Christmas this year. It's the season early. is open. Yeah, that's what it's like. Hey, so um, next one for me is my favourite one, actually, um, and that is a string art kit. Do you? When I say string art, does anything come to mind? I, you know, what comes to mind for me is when you put string on your fingers and make those. Oh weird yeah, patterns. no, it's not that. If as you get a bit of plywood or anything really actually that's flat and then you put nails in it and then you, you run the string in between the nails cool. and you can create any sort of pattern or artwork that you like. Yeah. Um so they were very trendy in the seventies. So they they're totally associated with that era. You get very like geometric shapes, yes, I imagine, which I'm a huge fan of. I love that yeah. that kind of art. And so the cool and you know how color Colouring has taken off and everyone was into that for a while. The adult colouring, meditative and all of that. Um, this is very similar. So oh, of course. So yeah. what you what you can do is um, so what you the gift idea is to give someone a kit. So you 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 make the you choose what your backing board is and it's all DIY stuff. So just think really creatively. Or what, I mean it could be an old surfboard, it could be anything, just something flat, something that you can nail into is the only criteria. And then you um, pick what image you want and um, this can literally be anything. And so like for example, I seen this one that I'm going to do that is a nicely silhouetted, so in other words, a nice shape of a tree, and the the string actually creates the, it's a reverse image, so you've got string running everywhere on the, the picture apart from the tree. Oh, it looks cool. stunning. So it's like negative space. Yeah, it's design. so cool. So, so once you've picked your image, you then um, draw it out mm-hmm. on your, um, which, you know, you don't have to be artistic to do. You can use any technology to help you with that. You can even photocopy it, cut it out. Um, all you need to do is, is get an outline onto that and then nail just with little tacks um, every about every centimetre, sort of depending on the scale of what you're trying to do, um, maybe a bit less. And then you so you're just putting the nail on the outline yeah. of your shape. And then typically string art will have a frame around the edge as well. And then um, you get your string. And I'm recommending going to one of these secondhand craft shops or op shops or, or actually just raiding grandma's drawer. Like you really do not need to buy wool and string mm-hmm. new. Mm-hmm. There's just so much of it lying around. People never know what to do with it. So you then uh, select the colors or whatever that you want. Um, make sure that you've, I mean... 
I wouldn't get too crazy with math, just err on the side of generosity, give them lots so that they've got enough to definitely do it. And then that's the gift. The person themselves gets to create the artwork by wrapping the string around the, the nails. It's... um. Like if anyone wants to give me this for Christmas, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's super super fun, and yeah. and then it looks really awesome too. And I, I totally understand what you mean about that meditative nature of just doing something with your hands. Yeah, you can imagine just sitting at the batch after Christmas doing that instead of a jigsaw or whatever. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. so good, mm. beautiful. You can make. I I would want to make a massive one. You know, to really put up on a wall and have yeah, it, which you could have it really pop. You could do it real massive. Um, great suggestion. My next one is the Sustainable Coastlines merch store. Ooh! So if you've got people in your life who are going to be hitting the beach, which if we're in New Zealand, hopefully that's all of us, especially because we can't go anywhere this mm-hmm. time. Um, they've got jandals which are made from recovered plastic from the ocean, and they're a hundred percent recyclable. But they're super strong and, and hard-wearing, and they're only 30 bucks. So they sort of start at that end of things. All of the proceeds from the merch as well goes to Sustainable Coastlines, who um, they do a whole bunch of stuff to protect the beaches. They do coastal cleanup events. They do education programs, public awareness campaigns, um, planting projects. And, yeah, they've got a range of stuff on the website there. They've got a hat that I actually really wanted to buy, even though it was, like, for me, pretty pretty expensive. Well, there you go. This is what we get, Tim, for Christmas. But it was sold out because it's so popular. It was such a cool design. I think it's a collab they've done with a um, fashion label. But it was, uh, I think, reclaimed plastic and some other materials. And it was just a cat. But it looked so damn cool that I almost bought one for 70 bucks. But it was sold out. Wow. Um, they've got drink bottles on there as well. Like those those really good, um, what are they called? P- P- PVC free? The stuff that you're not supposed to have in the bottles. They're that certified. Um, and they're the ones that have got kind of a, a thermos nature to them. So they'll keep stuff hot and cold depending on what you need. Um, but yeah, Sustainable Coastlines are just such a fantastic organization and any money going to them is money well spent and it gives people an opportunity to, um, it's, it's kind of, it's like this win, win, win thing, right? A, you've got a gift you're giving to someone, say it's some, some jandals, someone who needs a new pair of jandals. I need new jandals. You are supporting the charity itself, but you're also spreading this brand awareness of sustainable coastlines. So it can be a conversation starter. If people see the drink bottle, the T-shirt, the jandals, they go, oh, sustainable coastlines, what's that? Yeah. And you can encourage a bit more awareness yeah, fantastic. of what they do. Do, um, they, the, do the jandals come in different colours or do they have that recycled look to them, that yeah, marbled? Think, I'm pretty sure they're in different colours. I can double check for you. Cool. Yeah, so I think you can you can personalise it up. And that is my suggestion for Sustainable Coastlines. Okay, I'm ready for my wackiest suggestion now. Great, I'm ready to hear it. An inoculated mushroom log. Okay, I'm into this. So you can get New Zealand native oyster and shiitake mushrooms. You don't have to get an imported variety. We actually have our own natives. Um, you There's online, so you can go to mushroomgrowing.nz and get the native um, varieties. And the reason that's important is because um, if you go, and go ahead and grab um, varieties that aren't native and then those spores go out everywhere in the environment, we just don't know yet whether they will cross-pollinate with our own natives and out-compete them. Mm-hmm. So um, buy native if you can. And then um, you get 
dowel plug, so as in you know what a bit of dowel is, and you you get a log, um, which could be a bit of an issue for some people getting a a bit of a, a maybe sort of something the size of your leg. Um, and the the smaller it is, the easier and quicker it will be. But the bigger it is, the longer it lasts. Mm-hmm. These things will last for years producing mushrooms. They take a bit of time to get going, like sort of minimum six months before. So you, you literally give someone a log for Christmas. <laughs> um, so anyway, you get your log, you drill holes in it, um, and you can go online. And, and when you, in fact, buy um, the the kit they will tell you um give you the information so um the hole has to be pretty much about the right size same size as your dowel plug and then you um put those in and those dowel plugs have been all inoculated with whatever mushroom spore you've chosen um then you just need to melt a bit of beeswax over that and seal it up and then you just sit back and wait i want this i might buy myself this i'm so interested in growing my own mushrooms i really want to do chilies and mushrooms next year cool fantastic yeah and um they uh, you can't to be honest i'm going really hardcore on this you can just get this plastic bag and grow them in that it's way way easier um i just you know thought it'd be nice to try and avoid the plastic and how cool is it to give someone a log for the plastic bag thing do you still you get the inoculated bits of dowel no no it's that's quite just hard it's I've, i haven't looked into this extensively but a little bit it's quite hard to control for the spores that are going to enter in unless you do it properly in a really controlled way because if you have any like competing fungus from mold or anything and it gets in there and it gets on whatever the um the medium is yeah but you know if you propagate. just follow like I've, i'm going to include a link as well just so, this is us guy actually but it was one of the best he's got so he's got the old imperial measurements when he's talking about <laughs> stuff but um he goes through some good basics like for example the log you choose um can't be brand new um straight off the tree because it's just so full of its own life it will outcompete the mushroom spores and then by the same token it can't be really old because that way all of the decay is winning and all of those spores will be going through the log so there's sort of a window of opportunity and also um the logs have to be i don't know why um but they have to be hardwood which turns out is a name it means deciduous it's not talking about how hard it is what does deciduous mean Oh, um, trees that don't that drop their leaves in winter. Oh, true, like, right? Not evergreen. True. Yeah. Huh. Mm. So hey, well, our, our cool natives, our natives aren't deciduous typically, um, or therefore they're not counted as they're not called hardwoods. So oak is apparently really good for a mushroom log. If you've got one, if you have an oak tree that needs to be pruned, and you're listening to this, for goodness sakes, go and give someone an inoculated mushroom log. For Maybe Christmas. that's the way to do it to get in touch with. Um, an arborist absolutely yeah I think there's a bit of work this is one of these ones that would be like yes it's a bit of for the work, right person but though, for the right person it'd person be like the winning <laughs> at Christmas gift like the coolest Christmas absolutely. gift absolutely and I, I also really recommend doing the work for people just because yeah. you know we're all too busy if you're too busy to actually drill the holes and inoculate it then your be, mate probably is as well this would be an incredible thing to give a foodie I think if yeah. you had someone in your life who's a big foodie especially someone who might be vegetarian or vegan yeah um, if you 
Yeah, were able to prepare a shiitake oh, mushroom Oh, straight log. from your own. It'd be incredible. Oh, and the other thing is the person needs to space where they can put it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'd be on the south side of, like, the cool, shady side of your house um, or in a garage or something like that. That's awesome. What a great idea. I'd never think of that. Um, what have I got here because I'm going out of order? Oh, okay. Well, so we said at the start sort of preface this by saying about you know that these are for if you're in a situation where you feel like you need to give gifts but actually this one skirts that (laughs) so this is um i just wanted to give a shout out to an organization called give well have you heard of give well i have yeah give well uh they appeal to me because their whole focus is trying to find the most effective use of your donated money basically so They've got really strict criteria. They've got people who work there who are experts in a number of different fields. They take a real scientific rigor to doing these assessments. And they try and figure out, literally per dollar, how much you can improve people's lives. And they find a program that will match. And you've got a menu of options so you can select for your own criteria. But they've got a real commitment to finding what, are the programs that are out there which you can support with your money that are doing the most good in the world per dollar. Gosh, it's a pretty hard thing to evaluate. It is, it is. And they are so transparent and accountable to their own criteria that they take to it. There's literally a section on their website called Our Mistakes. And I clicked on there because I was so interested. I'd never seen that on a website before, but they said Our Mistakes. And they they haven't got anything listed for the last couple of years, but they've gone through in years gone by recommendations that they've made and um, basically where there might have been some gaps in their knowledge or they didn't publish all of the research that they were drawing on. Um, So they're, they're hyper accountable, really transparent and... I just think if you are looking to give some money in people's name to certain organizations, there's ones that are really well-known and they're kind of the low-hanging fruit. But if you wanted to really make those dollars go further and and affect some really meaningful change in people's lives around the world, GiveWell is a fantastic resource to to go and check that out. And what's the um, link there? GiveWell.org. GiveWell.org. It's time for my number five, my last one. Can't wait to hear it. A show. Oh! Nothing more sustainable than comedy, Tim. Yes. I was thinking yeah. about this. It's like, it, in terms of sustainability, what could be more sustainable than just one person without any crap, no stage props or anything, you know, just standing there? Go to hell, prop comics. You're bad for the environment and for the industry. <laughs> Did that sound like an evil cackle? <laughs> a little bit, but I'm on board with it, so it's okay. Yeah, honestly, I was like, oh, it's an epiphany. Nothing more sustainable than comedy. And I don't know, failing that, the only thing I could think of would be, that would be more sustainable would be buying a lotto ticket. <laughs> yeah, I um, I completely back that up. I think, Of course you do. I do because I've got a personal interest, vested interest in your specific suggestion. But I'm so big on giving experiences now. Yes, I think generally speaking, if you're, de- it depends, you know, the kind of people that you're dealing with. But so many of us now are trying to find presents, and it's so hard because it's like we if have the person everything. wants that thing, yes. they've bought it. I know they've got it for themselves. Yeah. and experiences are a, are a great thing to to actually 
add something incredible to that person's life that they wouldn't normally buy for themselves. A show is great. It doesn't have to be comedy. You could buy them a ticket to a play or a musical or whatever. A gig would be incredible. Yeah, like a gigs. music gig would be yep, so absolutely. good. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and I think also to actually buy the – just take a pot shot and actually yeah, buy the ticket. Totally. Because especially if it's got a long lead time, like what are the chances? People could always change it, I suppose, if they had something on. But there's just – we there's so many barriers to stuff. Like I'm getting vouchers for say speaking or whatever instead of money, and it's this effort all the time to spend them um, on these things. That whereas if if someone has actually given you the thing, yeah. and you're like, great, now I've got to go on this night to yeah. this thing. There's no like, thank goodness, no decisions I need to make. Yeah, it's great. Absolutely. Oh, that's such a good one. I love that. Um, well, my last suggestion is. Cooking for someone, and I would add specifically a vegan dinner. Yeah. And the reason being, A, I just think it's really lovely to cook dinner for someone and a really nice gift. Because um, it's not just the meal, but it's kind of like the hospitality associated with it. Um, but B, if there's someone in your life who you think could maybe be convinced, but certainly <laughs> isn't yet, and maybe you don't even tell them that it's going to be a vegan meal until after they've finished it, and you find something really delicious that you think you can you can nail, like a really good vegan curry or something like that that's really flavorful and, and tasty, and then you tell them afterwards that it's vegan, it can introduce them to a, a world of possibilities on, uh, on, on what they could do with their diet if they're a little bit curious about doing something better for the planet but are too scared to get rid of meat or get rid of dairy. That's great. So you just provide that opportunity for it. It's kind of like the show. It's like, I'm just going to set this out for you so you can experience it and, and take something away from that. Yeah, nice. I love it. There's um a couple of years ago, um, this group online, littlechanges.com, put out the hierarchy of giving. And they, they're, there's this tiny, I don't know if they still are, but at the time they were this tiny little organization and their their post went viral as this basic um, triangle so a hierarchy and it showed like the the just basically an order of the ways that you can give and um, the very top one was give memories so like experiences and then the next thing under that was give your time mm. when it's like I think that just reflects our culture it's like we have too much stuff yeah, and we're busy. Yeah. So I love that. Cooking a meal, quality time, like you're doing both, aren't you? Creating a memory. I think it's so meaningful. And it's, I, I don't know if this is just rose-tinted vision of the past that I've gotten through like movies and TV, but it seems like people were having more dinners back in the day. And I think the pace of life has, has sped up so much, especially recently, that taking a beat and making dinner for someone just having dinner with someone yeah. is such a nice That's thing nice. to do these days. Yeah. And then I guess just to acknowledge that, yes, things have sped up and we are all busy. Another related idea could be um, meals in jars. Mm. So uh, that could be your Christmas gift too, to um, either have the dry so, – so it's something like a curry, like, you know, a curry with chickpeas or whatever, um, where everything is dry. And the most of the faff of the recipe is getting all the spices yes, and herbs together. So yes. you've already done that for the person. The rice could be in there or whatever. Um, and then they just have to add the wet ingredients. So that can be really quick and easy. And then another one would be um, you actually putting the fresh things in the jar so it can look really cool. Mm. Um, and it's all there, all ready to go. And then that person can either have it for dinner in the next couple of days or freeze it. Yeah. That's a great idea. Mm. Because that is like giving the gift of time, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. You've done the work for them, yeah. 
Cool. Well, thus concludes our gift giving guide for um for this holiday season for twenty twenty. Yeah, that's I'm. I'm, I'm feeling now a bit inspired. Transformed. I've, we've entered the gateway, and I feel festive for the first time. Right. <laughs> I wasn't at the beginning of the episode. Are you going to be doing any decorating at Rainbow Valley Farms? Yes, um, I've got a box of tinsel that I bought secondhand on Trade Me, and I love tinsel. Do I you? love it. I really, really do. You're a magpie. I get so excited by tinsel. Last year, I couldn't find the box. I was so, I look. I spent hours looking for the box. Couldn't find it. <laughs> Found it in January, so I put it up. <laughs> we had a Christmas tree made of tinsel, which I think my parents still have, and that was our Christmas tree every year. I know what you mean. They, they sticks, right? They, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they, yeah. We they had that too. Sticks that go into like a central stick, and it like over the years just got sadder and sadder <laughs> looking, but was so significant for all. Of it. it was like that's yeah. what Christmas was about. Gosh, no, getting that I love tree it. Up. I love. It. What about you? Are you going to decorate? Yeah, I actually thought we we should this year. Um, I would quite like to figure out a sort of sustainable way to do it so we're not just kind of buying some heaps online yeah um check out um oh i can put a couple of links in there's heaps of stuff online i mean you don't even you can just find it just google eco one stuff one thing one approach that i think is quite cool is using light instead of things so I mean, if you if you're someone who celebrates Christmas, traditionally the Christmas colours are green and red. So you can either use um, cellophane over the top of lights you've already got to change the colours, or get some some different colour bulbs, perhaps if that's around. And instead of like having to buy lots of things that are that colour, you can just kind of make a room, like a living room, whatever, yeah. a wash. I like in it. these Christmassy colours. That's awesome. Because you still, it's it's you know, it's about the visuals that you're around in. You can achieve that it's by the buying vibe candles or, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, just prior to Christmas, the the next episode we'll be putting out is on pets, eco pets, mm. and um, the reason we put it just before Christmas is because people run off and buy pets for Christmas presents. Yeah, and um. Hopefully, you'll be thinking twice about that. It's, um, I mean, you know, unless you're really. If you're getting rescues and stuff, that's Well, but but also, yes, of course, if you're getting a rescue dog, but also, or cat, but um, if you really know the person and know that that, that's a commitment that they're prepared for because they can last for a long time. Oh, you mean buying a pet for someone else? Yes. Oh, right. Yeah, Yeah. okay. That's pretty intense. (laughs) (laughs) So people do. They open the box and there's a little cute furry animal. Um, So, yeah. I I would personally. Not recommend that as a gift. No, gosh. It's a, the, the opposite extreme, isn't it, of how badly that yeah. thing can go wrong. But no, we're going to be doing that next up. And um, also just shout out to after Christmas and the holiday season. Imagine yourself sitting at the beach. We're going to be doing a Raglan special. Yeah. Which, um, this is probably going to span over um, a couple of episodes. And we're going to be chatting to some really incredible people who are living sustainably in Raglan, which is a really special part of Aotearoa with respect to all these things they're doing there for the environment. Out of the ballpark, Raglan. They've just been hearing so much about what they're doing and and they've been they're just streets ahead in so many ways and it's really inspirational. They're quite so world leading. We in, in are going on a road trip and yeah. we're gonna go and see them and we're gonna go check it all out. Our first roadie. We're very excited about that. So stay tuned because we've got yeah, some, some, some big plans around the content we'll be putting out around that as well. So, yeah. Stay tuned. Thank you very much for listening. Share with a friend. 
That'd be great. And check um, us out on Instagram and Facebook. Ah, uh, yes, yep, we're on both those now. And um, hey, if you feel like giving us a gift, uh, if you're listening on iTunes, you give us a, a rating and a review. That'd be awesome. Excellent. Until the next time, kakitiano. Bye bye.